What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 36 of Three Guys from the South Side. My name's Mike Merrick, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. With me, as always, uh, the cheese had John Rahm uh, hailing from Champaign, Illinois. Boys, how are we doing? I'm doing good, Merrick. Um, I'm ready to take this podcast from zero to 59 miles an hour. It's going to be exciting. Oh, um, how how did I know that was And we got football all weekend long. It's a great weekend. Dave's laughing on mute right now. I don't know what I said. That's so funny. Maybe he can loop you all in. No, I'm going to go ahead and get out in front of this because I know, I know the truth is just going to get skewed along some point. At the Rangers game on Saturday, we went to the pitching booth. The My first throw, very first throw, yes, was 59 miles per hour. I ended up clocking other pitches north of that, well north of that. Uh, were any of them as fast as my fastest one, though? That's no, they were really not. They were not. You did, you did throw, you did throw, you did throw harder than me. Admit, I lost that bet. Uh, I also lost a bunch of other bets on Saturday and Sunday. Um, I'm pretty close to never betting the NFL again, but, um, look, uh, he just chimed in there, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Davey fastballs, uh, back in Chicago, Dave, how are we feeling on this fine Tuesday? That first one was just a warm up. I swear to God, it was just a warm up. Uh, I listened to last week's podcast because it was like the first time listening to it. My plan, <laughs> my plan is to bring the same amount of energy just with a little bit of a clearer mind, you know? Not a bad weekend overall. I mean, obviously, the highlight was whipping your ass in the speed pitch. I will not lie. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of up and down. Like, ended up pretty pretty okay. Didn't get completely smoked, but lost a lot of our big bets, which always sucks. Yeah, we fought, we were we were trash on Sunday. I, I will say it. there's one bet that I want to go back on and talk about before we get into this weekend. Go ahead. Um, I think it's Boise State. I was on an absolute burner this weekend. And I, the game wasn't on TV. I was out buzzing a little bit on Saturday, had some FOMO because I wasn't in Dallas. But then I woke up Sunday morning, saw all these tweets about Boise State, and they called back a fumble touchdown on Boise State to cover the spread. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Man. I didn't Thank see that until the morning. That was literally like the only bet I lost on Saturday. So it kind of sucked, but that's just oh, brutal. Dude. dude, there's several bets that I feel like I got burned on. Kent State. Was was right there the entire game, and then Iowa put it away at the end. Fucking army! Are you shitting me? Forty-two to nothing at halftime with a thirty-five point line, and they don't cover. That sucked. The Boise State one, not even close though. That one was the worst. They called the fumble back, and then we were on Arizona State at the end of the night. They had an interception going into score, and the running back for BYU came all the way down and tomahawk punched it, and somehow the ball stayed in play. I saw but, that at the bar at like one in the morning, Dave. But, you know, and, and you this, know just, this just means we're seeing the board well, and those breaks will start going our way. Yep, no, I agree. I think that was rough. Um, that UConn game, I was on I was on the opposite side. But moral of that story is Army's not having George Bush come in and give any more halftime speeches. That's that's one thing we learned. No, definitely not. I think my, my one big one on, from Saturday, uh, which was a, a huge swing for me, um, put me back in the black on the day, was uh, was that Nittany Lions uh, game. I had them in two, the second half of two two-team parlays. Uh, real shocker there. But, and, Merrick, what's well, nuts about that is those refs tried to fuck you over too uh, by dude, Bo that Nixon three down play. That was ridiculous. End. Bo Nix in that, in that Auburn offense had a couple chances under the three-minute mark, and I like I believe me, we were, we were – Pins and needles um, over here, but look, j- just to 
before we get into uh, not only the NCAA and the NFL, but ladies and gentlemen, we have the Ryder Cup this week. Uh, Whistling Straits, Wisconsin. Uh, I think practice round one uh, shook out today, uh, recording on Tuesday. But before we get into that, Dave, can you just give our listeners a quick recap uh, of our picks uh, from last weekend and also to where do we stand in, in, in the total rankings for the three of us? Sure. So I'll just go over the the records really quick. Blaze was four and one last week, two and one in in college, two and zero oh in the NFL. He's now eight and four all day. I was one one and one in the NCAA and three and zero oh in the NFL. I am eight seven and two all day. Merrick three and one in college, and you can't buy a bucket in the NFL. Zero oh and two. You were three and three last week, and now you're five and eleven all day. So. Just a quick recap. I've got a couple of notes just really quick that we already touched on some of it. The good Cincinnati, great call. Bama first half looked great and really stumbled down the stretch. Penn State, awesome call. Uh, UAB was a good call by me. The bad, Boise getting fucked. Florida State was no good. Ohio State looked terrible again. Clemson's no good. None of us bet it, but they looked terrible. Uh, and then the ugly was uh, my performance last week on the podcast overall. And then Mike Merrick in the NFL. Yeah, that was I was ter- I'm terrible in the NFL. I can't win a game. I went to bed. Chiefs were up twelve. Hep is, Hep is sitting on my couch. He he already got a Venmo from Blaze, thinking the game's over. And then we both wake up in the morning and watch just an abysmal, uh, abysmal fourth quarter from the Chiefs. But yeah, enough about football. Let's go to golf. Uh, I know all three of us are extremely excited about the Ryder Cup. Uh, we've got a couple really good plays. I didn't even put mine. Uh, up here on, on, on the note sheet pre-pod here, but it's going to be a, a hell of a weekend watching golf. Uh, not only the golf, but look, I'm also excited to see if there's any fireworks between uh, Brooksy and Bryson here. So uh, that's going to be interesting. But boys, I know you've got a couple plays in particular. Who do you like for the Ryder Cup this weekend in Whistling Straits? Yeah, just for uh, 20 of our listeners, five of these listeners might not know what the Ryder Cup is, but uh, every two years, um, the 12 best European golfers and the 12 best American golfers face off every two years. It was in 2018 in Europe. They played in a beautiful course in France, and Europe absolutely dominated. Now they're heading back to the U.S., the Midwest, in Whistling Straits, Wisconsin, where the U.S. Open was a couple years ago that Kepka won. And it is, there is some strategy in this. Um, the format on Friday and Saturday, it's foursomes, in the, and then they do best shot, and then four four-ball matches where they each shoot their own ball um, going against each other. And then Sunday, it's all single matches down the road, and you're not really out of it because there's 12 points at stake on Sunday. Um, <clears throat> the Europeans are rightfully so major dogs. The Americans are just absolutely stacked, but they can't get out of their own freaking way. The DeChambeau-Kepka thing, we can talk about this a little more. That's kind of its own little drama. Who's going to want to play with these guys? They're just so unlikable. But then you guys got got guys like Morikawa, Cantley, Shoffley that are here for the first time, and they're going to want to make the most of it. Um, I'm born in the U.S., but I just think the Europeans got that camaraderie. And plus 225 is too good a value to pass up on this. I threw 300 um, to win 675 on the Europeans this weekend on the Ryder Cup. I don't think it's going to hit, but – that's just too good a value on that with some of these golfers like Sergio and even Poulter who have been playing in the Ryder Cup since 2014. Boys, I was just going to say there's so much depth and 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 uh, experience on that European team. I actually found the prop bet uh, first team to 10 points. 
Uh, I'm taking Team Europe on that plus 135. I, I actually if, really like that play. If if the U.S. has a chance at this, if they do, it's going to be the, the back half of the tournament where they're going to make a surge. I don't think they're going to come out firing. Now, again, this is a really tough course off Lake Michigan. Uh, look, if you get a really windy day, I think you're going to have that like that veteran aspect of, hey, we've, we've been here before for Team Europe is really going to come out. And I think you're going to see, you know, some of these younger guys possibly not know how to react. Again, this is a different format of golf that they're not used to playing. Right. They're yeah, not I know. Used to hitting and, and their I think like after that interview with Kepka last week, when he's like, I don't really care about the other players ball and stuff. What's he going to do when he hits a driver 300 yards? Right. Um, I'll, 300 yard down the line, but it's not going to be on the fairway. And is and what's going to happen? Morikawa was going to have to deal with it, and Kepka's just going to be a piece of shit, not say anything. And exactly. vice versa, Morikawa misses a bad shot. Is Kepka going to be complaining? It's just too freaking petty. The Europeans know what to do, what it takes to win. Harrington's a great coach. He's won a Ryder Cup before. Give me the Europeans. Dave, chime in for us. Yeah, so you can bet on DraftKings. I like Team USA, obviously, because I don't betray my country like that, you Benedict Arnolds. I think I like Team USA. I don't think I would bet them to win it, but you can bet on day one and day two on DraftKings for Team USA to win the four balls, which is the afternoon. Uh, There's four matches in the afternoon. Um, You can bet them at even money. And historically, Team USA has done pretty damn good on their own turf. So I I like this bet. You don't have to lay the big number with Dash 190 to win it all, but I think it's just something to have fun with on Friday and Saturday. I like it. I like it. I got one other pick on this that I really like, and and it's the top rookie score. And I'm gonna actually go go ahead and take someone off Team Europe, Victor Hovland. Um, I picked Hovland in a couple of tournaments earlier this year. He's plus five fifty uh, on top rookie score. So look, I, I again, I I think he's played a pretty consistent season uh, on the PGA, second in ball striking, uh, and twelfth in putting. Uh, on tour. So look, I, I I think he's got a really good shot uh, at being a top producer for team Europe and uh, top amongst rookies from the Ryder cup. So I just want, before we go on, I couldn't find this, but I like reading some, like Dave said, I'm a socialist at heart. So I like reading some European betting articles and some of the betting markets across the pond, they allow you to bet. Who do you think is going to be the first European or the first American off the tee? And I can't find that on one of those books. It's like, Basically, guessing the coin flip before the Super Bowl, you can throw like a something on Sergio Garcia plus five hundred to take the first shot on Friday morning for for the Europeans because you don't know what the lineups are going to be. I think that's kind of cool. I wish the American books would have it, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I'll just add to that. That feels almost more like betting the national anthem in the Super Bowl because there's probably going to be some rumors out on Twitter like, yes. oh, I was at practice and this guy was out there first, or I was at practice for the national anthem and they were going way over. It could be something like that. That'd be yeah, awesome they're already pairing right these people together for press conferences and interviews and people think like that's how they're going to be um, paired right. together on the yeah. golf course. So I just think that's really interesting. And I think that's like a cool bet. You can wake up Friday morning and be like, God damn, I want Sergio Garcia on there. Throw 20 bucks on it. Hey, maybe you have 100 bucks to play with on the weekend. But, no, this is a great Ryder Cup talk. Uh, let's get into college football, Uncle Mikey. Hang on, really quick. I just want to reiterate, though, that I still think the Brooks and Bryson thing is a ruse, and they're going to try to make a shitload of money on it. And now it's becoming pretty obvious that I think they're going to do that. They're going to have some sort of match in probably November. But I think the whole time it's just been – they've been playing it up for money. I think you're right, but I'll refuse to watch that or – 
I won't even go to an establishment if they pay for that. No, I won't watch it either. I won't buy it for sure. I won't buy it. Hap will end up buying it, so I'll be able to watch it that way. But there's no way that this is real. And I think that the Team USA just has way too much talent. I agree. They're more talented. I just think this is a team game, and it's too individualistic for these golfers in America to kind of realize this. I mean, look, again, it's going to be a tough, tough day, Thursday and Friday. Uh, 50% chance of rain both days, temperatures in the mid to high 60s. So it's going to be it's going to be a challenge. Uh, that course is not easy. But, boys, you said it. Let's get back to the gridiron. Uh, Saturday slate, I, as I mentioned, I'm I'm near done betting the NFL. Um, I've got one last ditch effort with a never again play. But Saturday, whole slate of games. You and Dave are both both favoring Iowa State uh, playing Baylor on the road at Baylor, uh, home or excuse me, away favorite minus seven uh, coming into Waco. Why? Yeah, Merrick, before we start this, I've won a bunch of money the past three weeks of college football and NFL, and that's purely because all these underdogs are covering. And um, I'm a man who've learned when I win a bunch of money, I end up losing it all. So it's time to mix it up. And I'm riding with Mike Merrick and Alex Kubiak on every single favorite this weekend. I'm all in. I'm all in on the NFL. I'm all in on favorites in college. And I'll start out with two favorites, and we'll go to the Big 12. I love Oklahoma and Spencer Rattler versus West Virginia. At no, home no, 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 no. That's not Oklahoma the again list. And then let's go to Iowa State. I'm betting a touchdown favorite on the road. So you know something is definitely going on. Something is wrong with me. We're doing favorites all weekend. I'm riding Uncle Mikey public picks. Weekly perennial is going to be all favorites. Let's do this. Let's keep winning a bunch of money. I love it. I absolutely love it. On the favorites heavy, uh, real shocker, my card is all favorites and over. So, uh, Dave, uh, before uh, before I get there, you're, you, we mentioned you're on the Iowa State side as well. Um, like. I mean, Baylor had a pretty good last two weeks. Baylor hasn't played anybody, though, dude. Baylor's played Texas State, who they barely beat, Texas Southern, who might be the worst team like in all of FCS, and then there's uh, they played Kansas. Big fucking deal. I think Iowa State also has seen how the rest of the Big 12 has performed, like Oklahoma and Texas, and despite their loss against Iowa, they know that they can still win the Big 12 and easily go to a nice bowl. So I think that they just come out ready to play. I don't think Baylor's that good. And I think you want to bet it at seven sooner rather than later before it goes up. I like that play. It's not it's it's not a lock of mine, but it's definitely a leaner for me. I know you got a few other leaners too. Uh, but you mentioned Texas State is the worst team in the country. Um, except Texas Southern. Texas Southern, excuse me. However, you and I both know after Saturday – and really the last couple of weeks, we can agree that UConn is at the top of that list too. You've got Wyoming. I I love that. It's not a it's not a lock of mine. I'm that's a leaner, another leaner for me, but twenty-nine points on the road at UConn. You think they can cover that? Well, I think this is just going back to the well here. I think it's more of a fade UConn type deal. This is just I've got so I've got Houston and I've got Wyoming here. Wyoming is minus twenty-nine with with UConn. Like I said, I just don't see UConn covering back-to-back games they're an absolute dustbin they can't do shit they got lucky to cover against army had to go to the last play of the game and of course they scored um along with that houston is playing navy navy has only scored 10 points the entire season in two games they played marshall and air force not exactly uh juggernauts on defense 
Uh, I know that Navy will run the ball, but Houston's only laying three touchdowns here. I think Navy might be among the worst teams in the entire country this year. So if you're not going to bet Houston minus 21, just bet the under in that game. It's already a low total. It's at like 48. So I like both those plays. Uh, For my locks, it's going to be Wyoming minus 29, Houston minus 21. I'm going with Blaze. I'm taking Iowa State minus seven. And then I, you guys see it in the in the show notes. I, I'm calling this my Brokeback Mountain pick because they're probably gonna fuck me in the ass again. And because I just can't <laughs> because I just can't quit them. I can't quit you. I'm taking UTEP minus one and a half. Dave, I don't get this line either. I'm with you. It makes zero sense. New Mexico is not a good team. They have only beat New Mexico State. They well outplayed New Mexico State, but New Mexico. Again, just really a bad team, and I think that's my flavor of the week. Not necessarily taking these big favorites, but just doubting that these shithole teams can cover. So I'm going UTEP again. I'm throwing them in as a lock. They're only at one and a half right now. We'll see if I drink a lot this weekend because I could really use a sobriety weekend. But I'm going to end up on UTEP minus one and a half for sure as a lock. No, Dave, you're going to – yeah, when you start drinking, hype me up with that pick. I think it's going to be a good one. And before we get to a couple of Mike's picks – I'm going to give out a hot take, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I, I feel like I'm going to lose my um, union card, and I don't mean union as like I've ever been to union. I mean my union card as the people in the South who listen to this podcast sometimes forget that the North won the Civil War. You could put three teams in the SEC in the um, playoff college football playoff right now, and I'd probably agree with it because that performance, again, by Ohio State last week against Tulsa, I'm still not sold on Iowa. I'm still not sold on Penn State. I just don't think the Big Ten deserves a playoff team yet. Call me crazy. Well, let let me piggyback off of that before we get into And we have picks. Oklahoma too. They do not yeah. deserve to be in the top four. Well, this is the thing. Like you want to talk about other teams that don't deserve to be up there. Clemson, even if they win out, I don't I know still, how they're still up there. They they no. still need some. They help. should have lost to Georgia Tech. But this is my whole point. What I kind of wanted to ask you guys about. It feels like it's more wide open this year because, like, Clemson's not nearly as good as we thought they were going to be. Ohio State has no defense and just stinks. I think Ohio State's going to have trouble in the Big Ten, let alone trying to make that top four. They felt like a lot going into the season, but not anymore. Um, and, 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 and Alabama, Alabama looked very vulnerable against Florida in the second half of that game. No, Agreed. yeah. And no, I, mean, I, I agree with everything. I'm just saying right now, if you put Bama, Georgia, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but they're going to lose eventually, Texas A&M right now, and then Oregon, those three, I'd be fine with that college football playoff just the way things are going. Notre Dame doesn't deserve it. Clemson sure as hell doesn't deserve it. Iowa, dude, when they play Wisconsin, that's one we'll know. But. Dude, how about, how about Cincinnati plays Notre Dame in two weeks? If Cincinnati wins that game and wins out, why can't they be the fourth team? Well, that's the thing, though, Dave. They're going to need Notre Dame to beat Wisconsin this week, and I think Wisconsin's not a lock for me. I hate Graham Mertz. He's freaking horrible. He's Mitch Trubisky Jr., but I still think Wisconsin beats Notre Dame. Yeah, they're five-and-a-half-point favorites. I think I'd lean towards Wisconsin. Yeah, Dave's got a couple other games we'll highlight. I'm sorry we went off a little bit beaten path. Mike's got some football locks, and I think he's going to be on a heater this weekend with these favorites. Hey, that's that's the Jack Cohen revenge game, right? That is the Jack Cohen revenge game. It is. It's a Jack Cohen revenge game. Fucking – Wisco wants to wants to get their boy back, but – Barstool is going to be there. I'm going to see if Hap wants to go and support the brand. I mean, you have to, Dude, right? He owns Penn stock. He has to. I know. He he's just to. gonna wear the pen, the pen sweat. He won't get his dividend check from that if he doesn't go. That's true. 
<laughs> very true. Very true. I, Merrick, I won't. Let's let's hear your picks. I, I don't want to step on your toes with anything that you might be coming up with, and then I'll give you some other ones to give you a, a, a glimpse at what you think I'm going to do in the uh, the ten pick pool this weekend. I've already got a couple other other leans, but I like to hear what you've got this weekend. Perfect. Look, I've got. I'm going to go two overs, and then I'm going to give you guys two, uh, three spreads that I really like. First over, Michigan Rutgers. Uh, that over under has hit all seven uh, of the last seven meetings that the, those two teams have met. And I think that Michigan offense is really hitting its stride. Now, granted, they haven't really played anyone good these first three games, but uh, look, they put up what 60, 70 points last week. Um, I look two, three, no teams. I, I think, I think they're going to slug it out at the big house in Ann Arbor. So I like the over uh, 50 and a half points on that. I think that's, I think that's way too low. Uh, the other over, I like Florida, Tennessee over 63. Look, the reason I really like this, this game is because how Florida looked uh, offensively against Alabama. Uh, now it was a banged up Alabama team, but I think even though they lost by two, I think they have a lot of momentum coming into this week. Uh, I believe they're also at home uh, against Tennessee uh, and Tennessee's uh, hung in there. The last couple of weeks. So look, I, I think that that one's an easy over uh, 63 points in that game. Uh, we're going to stay in the SEC. This is probably my absolute no doubt lock it up of the week. Alabama first half. We could just call this one. The, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Pick. It is seriously. It's it, if it ain't fucking broke, don't fix it. It's probably going to be somewhere between like 24, probably around 24 points, 22 to 24. I love it. I think they're up four, if not five scores at halftime. Um, I think Saban's going to, you know, get those boys shaped up. Uh, they, they haven't practiced well the last two weeks, uh, according to, to old St. Nick. So uh, I like them in the first half. They're going to come out big. Louisville uh, minus two and a half at Florida State. Florida State is dog shit. That line stinks, Merrick. I, that line stinks. Sometimes Doesn't that watch, feel like a trap? I got burned by Florida State last week, and I still – I will never touch this game, but – I think oh, I, don't I, know. I also think I also think that Central Florida, their defense is just absolute trash, and I think that Louisville took advantage of that personally. I don't think Florida State has a great defense. Either That's though. true. And and That's and true. witnessing witnessing that game firsthand gave me faith in Cunningham too. Uh, under center, he got banged up a little bit in that UCF game. Came back in, battled through it, and and they ended up winning. Uh, and covering that game. So I like Louisville uh, minus two and a half. And look, my last one. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Texas minus nine. Uh, look, uh, at home against Texas Tech. Uh, they're eight and four against the spread in the last 12 meetings. Uh, I think they, they beat down on Rice last weekend, which again, isn't saying much. But uh, again, I think Sarkeesian has uh, a little bit of momentum right now with that offense. Uh, and I look, I think they're going to really take advantage uh, of a pretty weak Texas Tech team. So uh, those are my five locks. Texas minus nine, Louisville minus two and a half. Uh, Bama first half line uh, over in Florida, uh, 63 and over in Michigan. Rutgers over 50 and a half. Five locks for Merrick there. As God is my witness, Florida State is broken in half. Dude, would you rather be the AD of Florida State or Texas? Um, Texas, just because I'd much rather live in Austin than that shithole of Tallahassee. <laughs> it is, in fact, a shithole, much like the rest of the state of Florida. But, Dave, you've got a couple plays come Sunday. 
uh, on the gridiron in front of Scott Hansen. Who do you like? And God, it's so good to see Scott two weeks in a row. But um, who do you like on Sunday? Yeah, apparently the red zone froze for like 10 minutes on, on Sunday last week, and Scott didn't look so hot. You can't have the red Scott zone at Moxie's. Right? At Moxie's? No, they had they had the Sunday ticket, but Dave Sr. wasn't too happy that it was frozen. He had to go watch the Bears for a little bit, who also won and covered. No big deal. Hey, can I ask I you a question? That. I don't know why you're giving me smack for that. I'm just saying good teams win, great teams cover, and the Bears are in first place. Can I, can I ask a question? Do you, do, has it ever crossed your mind that maybe – Maybe when it froze, maybe Scott Hansen had to go take like an absolute atomic dump. No, it's only happened like once in history. He said he clears out beforehand. Really? He's mentioned it. He said he's only had to go pee one time. (laughs) I had I had no idea. Yeah, it was like a behind the scenes thing, and he had to like I think he went in like a gallon jug behind there. No way. Way of the road. Way of the road. (laughs) Sometimes she goes. Sometimes she doesn't. Boys. Sounds like Um, the Amazon bathroom breaks. Dave, who do you like on Sunday? So I've got a couple picks. My first one is uh, I'm going with the Washington football team. I saw them at eight. I think they opened up a little bit higher. I just don't know. Well, the main reason why I like them, honestly, though, is because they played uh, they played last Thursday. And I don't even have the stats to back it up, but I think it's just a mental hurdle that I haven't gotten over yet where the team that played Thursday last week gets a couple extra days of rest and they just they usually look better. In my mind, that could be dead wrong. I have zero statistical backing or data to prove that. So I am going to take Washington football team getting a touchdown against the Bills. I don't think that uh, – I think that might be a little bit of an overreaction from uh, the Bills blowing out the Dolphins. And on that same note, I'm also taking the Dolphins plus three and a half. This is more just like a a fade the public type of deal. You got Tua going down. You got the Raiders looking good against the Steelers. And you got the Dolphins going out west into Vegas uh, getting three and a half. I think I'm just going to take the Dolphins as a fade my dumb brain type of pick. And those are going to be my two locks. And then the other uh, two other leans that I have out there are uh, the Giants minus three at home against Atlanta. Same reason why I like Washington football team. Um, and then I like the Titans minus five and a half against the Colts. Titans minus five against the Colts. Um, but against the Colts last week, real shocker. That didn't work out so hot. Um, well, my, my never again play here. I don't know why I'm doing this. I never, but I never like betting on teams when they travel more than two time zones. You've got the Arizona Cardinals traveling over to Jacksonville. Talk about the armpit of America. They filmed the first 48 there, so you got to know it's it's not a, uh, a hot destination spot. But minus seven on the road at the Jags. I think the Jags, Jags absolutely stink. They're terrible. I think Trevor Lawrence can't get over the fact that he hasn't won a game yet. Um, I like, and, and that offense is has so many weapons in Arizona. I, I think they cover seven easily, but... Who am I? I haven't picked in a, a goddamn winner for NFL all year so far. So, uh, look, I'm due. We're going to go 1-0 in NFL this week. Man, just only one game. Merrick, I'm telling you, I feel like this is the week to ride the public and bet the favorites in NFL. The first two weeks, I think those teams are like – the favorites are like 10-20 and 20 on the year, and the Packers had a miracle cover last night, and I think that turns, is going to turn the tide. Um so I'm going to go with favorites. I'm taking Chiefs minus five and a half. I'm going to add that to one of my locks. They play at 12 p.m. I'm not sold on the Chargers yet. They kind of do the same exact shit they did last year, but under a different under a different head coach. Um, then I'm going to go with the Rams. 
I don't think Tom Brady likes to travel on the West Coast, even though he's going to Hollywood, LA to look good and shoot another subway commercial. Give me Tampa, give me the Rams minus one and a half. I just like Matt Stafford playing at home in SoFi Stadium and Cooper Cup is basically one of the best receivers now with him. And then um, this is the if it ain't broke, don't fix it. NFL bet, Cowboys minus four. Everyone in Moxie's was on Dallas. There was an individual in Champaign all on Dallas. And the way that game ended, I can't tell you the last time that we were all on a single team that actually covered the spread. It was a great feeling going into Sunday evening with Mike McCarthy botching up that last 60 seconds, kicking a 56-yard field goal instead of a 45. That was a great way to um, end the Sunday for us. So I have to go back on the Cowboys on principle on Monday night minus four. Hey, real quick for, for your picks. The Rams, I think that line is going to swing towards the Bucks, if I'm not mistaken. I think it opened up Rams minus one and a half, and it's already down to like closer to a pick. So you could probably wait if you like the Rams and get a better number. See, that's crazy to me. I think Tampa's played both games at home, and this is their first game on the road. I know it's still COVID and everything, but they're traveling across the country. I just don't think they're going to be ready for it. I think that's going to be a big boy bet for me if I haven't lost all my money by then. <clears throat> oh, one other thing, too. You talk about uh, bad coaching decisions. Did you see the Texans? It was like uh, they accept – I forget what the actual situation was, but like they accepted a penalty, and then they punted it anyways. Yeah, I saw that the coach said he was so pissed off he kind of forgot what he did because yeah. I guess something bad happened. But at least he was honest. I was too busy watching Zach Wilson throw four interceptions, which – I've been calling him a piece of shit bust forever, and it's true. I should just be the next NFL Jets GM. I'm just going to wear my Darrell, G- Darrell Rivas jersey everywhere I go now. Do uh, Does an HR degree translate over to there? Dude, honestly, you know what? I don't I don't know how it couldn't because no one else has done a, has done a good job. Sam Darnold, they traded him away. He looks freaking amazing. That place is just toxic. The Jets are the Tallahassee of the NFL football. Jacksonville. But I'll let it slide. Look, boys, 10 McChickens on the weekly perennial. How much is that bad boy paying out? I got to get well, on it. And well, I know 20 pays 18100 You're also the only person who hasn't paid me yet from um, our pool. So send me 60 and you'll get invested in this venture. Done. All right. But, yeah, last week we went 6-4, and four, had a good feeling. Um, I was 3-0 and oh going into the afternoon evening slate. Got my heart broken by a couple teams. But um, we're back at it. Got a good feeling, so um, let's ride with these picks. Um, Scotty, minus five and a half at Soldier Field against Notre Dame. Um, might be a home game for Notre Dame, but um, we'll see how well Mount Greenwood travels outside their uh, safe zone to go to Soldier Field, but I still like Wisconsin. We're going to go down by Merrick. TCU minus nine against SMU. Utah hasn't covered the spread yet. Their quarterback just transferred out of the program because he lost his spot. I'm still taking Utah minus 14. Me and Dave hit on this earlier, Iowa State minus seven. I talked about this a little bit last week. Maryland is a completely different animal at home. Maryland might minus 14 and a half against Kent State. I'm taking Tennessee plus 20 against Florida. If you don't remember, teams that cover the spread against Alabama struggle the next week after. Kentucky minus five at South Carolina. Oklahoma minus 16. I'm riding with Dave again, UTEP minus one and a half. And we're going to be nine and oh going into the 930 slate. Arizona minus 14 and a half versus Colorado. So we might live bet that or Darren Rovell might be DMing me on Twitter wanting to do an article about me and Mike Merrick in our weekly perennial. God, I can't wait till we hit this this weekend. Uh, but you mentioned a big game. Uh, look, instead of going to the weather in Champaign or South Bend, 
Let's go to where that game is going to be, Chicago, Illinois. What's the forecast looking for that Notre Dame game come Saturday at Soldier Field? Dave, Dave will be able to attest to this um, when he wakes up Saturday morning and goes on Hep's balcony. But, man, it's going to smell and feel like fall. A high of 70 degrees, low of 53, a couple of clouds in the sky, 10-mile-an-hour winds. But that feels like a September, October, fall Saturday in Chicago. And, man, I'm getting goosebumps every time, though, thinking about that. Oh, it is going to be football weather. The air is getting a little bit crisp. And as much as it saddens you that uh, summer's going to be going away officially and you got winter coming up, football is there to keep us company the whole time. And man, does it feel good. I love, I love football season. This time of year is unbelievable. It's even going to drop here in Dallas. We're going to be, we're going to be high seventies. Yeah. It's actually 55 and rainy right here now. So it's kind of a little kick in the balls. What's going to be like in two months, but Friday, Saturday and Sunday are gorgeous. I'd rather trade those two days. Those three days of crappy weather for a beautiful weekend to be outside all day and enjoy True. some Oktoberfest festivities. Couldn't agree more with you. Couldn't agree more with you, boys. Uh, look, guys, listeners, thanks for tuning in. Uh, another great week. We're going to turn it around. At least I'm going to turn around. You two are giving out winners left and right. I got to figure it out. But, boys, to your point, we like the favorites. We like the overs. Uh, Dave, before we sign off, can you give us a, a one last recap of our locks of the week for our listeners? Yeah, yeah we'll go in order of the standings. Blaze leading the charge, been red hot lately. Oklahoma minus 16 and a half. Iowa State minus seven. And another game that you put in your weekly perennial, Blaze, Kentucky minus five against South Carolina. I really like that play, too. I'll probably hop on that. Uh, your NFL plays are the Rams minus five and a you half. You out. You out. The Cowboys minus four and the Chiefs minus five and a half. Second in the standings is a Dave McAvoy. I like Wyoming minus 29, fade UConn. Houston minus 21, fade Navy. Iowa State minus 7, and my I can't quit you pick, UTEP minus 1.5. I'm also taking the Washington football team getting 8, and the Dolphins getting 3.5. Mikey Merrick, Mikey Public Picks himself. Here he is again. Texas minus 9, Louisville minus 2.5. Michigan over 50.5 against Rutgers. Florida, Tennessee, over 63. And if ain't broke, don't fix it. Pick of the week, Bama and the first half. We think it'll be around the low 20s. He also is taking the Arizona Cardinals, minus seven. All right, I got a question. How come you can say UTEP, but I can't say I can't say UTSA when we're talking college football Texas acronym teams? <laughs> Do, well, why, well you, sure you can. I actually like UTSA this week, too. They're one of my things that I marked. <laughs> That's the thing. I, we want to add a little bonus pick on there. You won't. You won't. Yeah, no, I, like, I, got, I, I like I UTSA. That game, I do UTSA plus three. Yeah, I just hate Memphis, and I think there's going to be like an overreaction. They played beat an SEC team last week, but I, I like Utsa flies under the radar because all they can do is beat Illinois, who's probably a solid team. I think. Don't even get me started on that freaking Friday night game. Oh, my over three and a half wins ticket is looking worse by the day. I don't know where their wins are going to come from. Yeah, Bielma's already getting pressy with the media too after punting from the fourth and one. It's going to be great. Hey, one one quick observation from all of our picks today is that Dave did not bet against Iowa, who's three and ATS uh, on the year. He did not for the first time this year. So, folks, on that note, let's win some money this weekend. Good luck. Enjoy the Ryder Cup, college football, and NFL picks. We'll catch up with everybody next week. Peace.